0: Hey, Good morning, everybody. It's The Natural Medic, and I'm recording this on April Fool's Day, so happy April. I don't want you to become an April Fool. That's why this week's episode, we're going to go over the 10 Essentials. Okay, if you've never heard of the 10 Essentials, the 10 Essentials are basically a series of equipment or things, for lack of a better term, that you bring with you on every trip. Now, whether it's a day hike, a kayak trip, a camping trip, a backpacking trip, whatever. Just a little history behind these. They were developed in the 1930s, almost 100 years ago, by a group called the Mountaineers up in the Pacific Northwest. And You can read more about that. I'll link to the description in the description below how they developed that in their Mountaineers book. I think it's out now in its 10th edition as of 2010 printing. Anyway, without further ado, let's get started so what do you of course need first that's navigation navigation could be as simple as a map and compass i've had this compass a long time back in the 90s when i was a forestry student i've kept it it's worked great it's a sunto mc1 i don't think they even make this one anymore they make an mc2 which is very similar you don't need one as fancy as this but when you're traveling in the outdoors you definitely need to know where you are going and if you get lost you need to know how to find your way back. I do use a lot of different apps, whoops, upside down, but I also carry a paper map and a compass. Now what's important to carry these also is knowing how to use those. There are a lot of different courses out there that can teach you how to do that either in person or online. If I can find some of those for you, I'll link to those in the description below, but you can find those. but. I carried on my last trip to the Backbone Trail in Louisiana. I had a paper map here, and I had a compass, but I also used my app, The Hiking Project, for that particular trip. You might use all trails, you might use Gaia, whatever. Now, just to think about that. If those devices are on your phone, and your phone dies for some reason, or your phone can't get a signal or whatever, it's good to have a backup. That's just in my personal mind there of what I do to carry with you. So I always carry a map and a compass just as a backup. Primarily I'm using the cell phone but anyway. So you can see how this goes. A lot of these things are preparing you for things that could happen. Hopefully they won't happen. hope you'll have a good trip. You won't have any issues to deal with. But if you do that's what the Ten Essentials are for. It helps you prepare for that. The next thing is sun protection. I'm out here in the backyard in the sun it's a nice, not too warm Texas day so far. It's supposed to get up to 72 today, and so we have to think about sun protection. Very important here in Texas, but it's also important in places where it doesn't necessarily get as warm because the sun still shines. You can still get a sunburn in the middle of winter, if you didn't know that. It's good to have some sunscreen of some kind. This is just the kind I like to use. It's called uh, Pure and Simple Baby. It's a botanical blend from Coppertone, but any sunscreen will do whatever you want to use. I also have a buff. A buff is useful for a lot of different things, but you can use it to cover your face up, cover your head up, and provide some additional sun protection. I Also, of course, you would say I'm wearing a hat and I have sunglasses. That way, the sun gets really bright. I'm not overwhelmed by that. The next subject of the 10 Essentials is insulation. Now, right now, this time of year, we're we're definitely in springtime here in East Texas and we have warm days in the 70s usually, and in the nighttime, it's gonna drop down 50s, 40s, something like that. Occasionally, it could get in the upper 30s, but you never know. But let's say you're planning on a day hike, for example. You go out first thing in the morning. Oops, you take a wrong turn. So you're on the trail until dark. It's starting to get dark, it's starting to get cool. It's good to be prepared and have some extra things to put on to keep yourself warm in case it starts getting colder. Put on a nice uh, beanie cap. You can also, of course, if you have your rain jacket, I always recommend bringing a rain jacket no matter what time of year it is. The rain can come, so it's good to be prepared for that. But your rain jacket can offer a valid part of insulation because even though a lot of these rain jackets out there today are waterproof, breathable, etc., they still retain some heat. If you get cool, you can always put your rain jacket on and it will retain some body heat and help you stay a little bit warmer now depending on where you are of course if you're in the mountains of you know colorado or you're in alaska you might have to wear something different like this kind of illumination like a puffy jacket for your insulation but always probably going to want to bring some kind of insulation if it's only a rain jacket that may be sufficient enough but definitely plan for your trip look at the weather conditions look and see what's going on and make sure that you are prepared for weather changes. That's where the illumination comes in. The next area we're going to our next thing we're going to talk about is illumination. So same scenario as before, if by chance you're out there on the trail, you only plan to be on on the trail for a few hours and it ends up starting to get dark, what are you going to do then? You hopefully have packed some kind of device for illumination. You don't have to have a headlamp, I have a really nice little doodaddy here from, from Night Eyes. It's just a little battery-powered flashlight. It runs on one single AA battery. That's sufficient enough. I used it on a, when I was up on Eagle Rock Loop a couple of uh, months ago when my other flashlight, or not my other flashlight, my other headlamp, not this particular one, discharged. It ran out of, out of juice because it's one of those rechargeable ones. So I like to bring a backup in the case of something that runs on regular batteries or something that you can plug in and recharge. This particular headlamp is from Energizer. It does recharge. So if you're going to do that, make sure you bring a recharging cable that fits it and something else like this anchor. This is an anchor 10 mil or 10 milliamp uh, battery. So you can recharge your light because you never know when you might be out there longer than you anticipate. And you have to come back to the trailhead or go to some other place in the dark. You want to be able to be prepared for that just in case and also usually carry me a at least one of these snap lights which is just a siloom like illumination stick You just break it and it you can hang it on your pack for a little additional light that's just what I carry now the next area I can't say I'm an expert on this area because I'm a paramedic been a paramedic for almost a decade now and that's gonna be first aid a kit I've suggested in the past to people that's available just about everywhere is the Point three from Adventure Medical Kits. It's got everything one person needs for multiple uses. I, of course, add a few things to it and I incorporate that in the first aid section. This particular thing has general stuff that you might need. It has bandages in there, band-aids, it has moleskin for blisters. You've got a splinter picker and tick remover and a safety pin. You've got a couple of medicines in here. But I add my own usually, so I have another little deal with medicine in here for my own personal use. I've got some Aleve in there some Pepto-Bismol, some Tums for that upset stomach, and just to be on the safe side. I also incorporate a lot of more, I would consider more comfortable items in there. I like to use these off-botanical towelettes, which is a plant-based bug repellent. You just wipe it right on your skin. It's not very harsh. And for me, it works really good. And it's really lightweight to carry. There's just one use, basically, in each little packet here, and it works great other things you might want to consider in the first aid realm not essential but this is just what I carry I have a little packet here of blister relief stuff I put it on there before I start hiking it's from a company called trail toes it's a foot and body cream you can put it on your feet you can put it on your body for chafing and the other thing I have in here I have a little bit of chapstick for actually it works from the according to this it works on the face and the lips. It's uh, by a company called Joshua Tree. Plus I have some blister strips just in case I get a blister and that is okay. The next thing that you want to think about is a way to start fires. Now we're not talking about being a arsonist or something like that crazy but you want to have the ability to start fires because you know what if you're out there longer than you anticipate? You may want to have a fire for a number of reasons. You may want to have a fire to purify water, you may want to have a fire to keep yourself warm, dry your clothes, cook food, a number of different things. So I definitely recommend having some kind of fire starting deal. This is not necessarily what you have to have. This is one I like a lot though, it's called InstaFire, and it's just some little powder that uh, you put out in a little pile and you put that underneath all your sticks and whatever, and it gets gets a fire going for you, even when it's wet or not the most ideal conditions to start a fire. Additionally in here I have another lighter, Got another lighter here that I carry using my pocket, got a lighter and some uh, dryer lint to help with some fire starting. I carry a little pocket bellows which just extends out and helps me to blow a little additional air on the fire to get it started. So fire, definitely want to think about that. Now the next thing to think about is Your repair kit. What if your equipment out there fails for some reason? You blow out the sole of your shoe. You, your backpack strap or your backpack itself rips or you tear your pants. What are you gonna do in that situation? We need to have some kind of way to do that. I don't carry a whole lot of uh, stuff for repair. What I've been carrying around for years really haven't had to use it as of yet is just a little bundle of plastic zip ties. I can patch things up with that straps equipment or um what have you and i have some duct tape rolled up around that i could use to slap on my (laughs) the seat of my pants or a uh, tear in my backpack something like that a tear in my tent etc i can slap that on there and it'll protect that long enough for me to get to a better place to get that repaired or looked at i usually carry a pocket knife too i don't have one on me today but a lot of times I just carry a little tiny multi-tool which is probably sufficient for most needs. This one is from Leatherman. I also have one from Gerber called the Dime and it has just basic tools on here. It's got the little, needle, the little pliers on it. It's got scissors and a couple other screwdrivers and things like that. A little basic repair kit right there, easy peasy. Next thing to think about, maybe again, you're going out just for a day hike. You've got, you're planning to eat a meal. Outside, you're out there longer than you, than you plan on it. Maybe you twisted your ankle, and you gotta walk a little slower. That happened to me on a trip, and I had to walk a little slower. Luckily I was coming out, but let's say you're halfway through the trail, you twist your ankle, you may have to take a break for a while, and you might need some food to keep yourself going. Think about taking more food than you planned on using. If you planned on eating one meal out there on the trail for your day hike or whatever, you might wanna take an additional meal just to keep yourself ready to go. The body runs on calories and nutrients, so you have to be able to feed it. So an example of some things I have in here, I've got some banana chips, got some tortillas and some tuna fish. I've got some turkey, little jerky pieces in here. Couldn't think of the word. <laughs> and a granola bar and some, some banana chips, and I might carry some other things. Additionally, if that was a real thing I was carrying out into the onto a hike or a trail or whatever. That's important to have. Now, another thing I see a lot of people doing out there is they might go out there with a single bottle of water. And that, I guess if that works for them, that's okay for them. I don't roll that way though. I think you need to have a, whatever water you want to do is cool. Carried in a a smart water type bottle, a Nalgene bottle is fine, but you also want to have a way to obtain more water. You know, as it gets a little bit hotter, A couple months down the road here in Texas, it's gonna be super hot. It's gonna be in the 90s, or sometimes in the 100s, and you're gonna be sweating a lot when you're out there exerting yourself, hiking a trail, or kayaking, or whatever you're doing. Even just sometimes just standing outside in Texas in the summertime, you are sweating. You need to make sure that you're replacing the liquid in your body, because your body runs on that as well, in addition to food. What I like to use, what I like to suggest for a lot of people, is to have some type of water filter to obtain more water. The one I recommend here, I've recommended on a couple other videos, is the Sawyer Mini. A lot of people like the Sawyer Squeeze, that's a good one too. The only difference really is uh, the technology is the same, it's just the volume is different, the squeeze is bigger, but therefore it has a little bit better flow rate than the Mini. There's not really any difference otherwise. But uh, this one is cheap and available at most places. You can get it for about 20 bucks. And to make it a little bit easier, I recommend getting a CNOT bag because you can scoop your water up very easily and attach your filter on the bottom here and then use gravity to drain it into whatever, you know, you're going to fill up. Another popular one out there that I also have and I've used a couple of times is the Katadyn B-Free. This is just a Katadyn B-Free in a different bottle. It's a bottle called the Hydra Pack. This is a two liter bottle. So it just works like this where you would unscrew it, scoop the water up put that on there and then you just drink it like you're drinking out of a uh, squirt bottle works pretty well or you can also gravity fill it as well all that stuff is very important the last thing to think about is emergency shelter now you can get by use one of those mylar space bags I went a little bit up on mine and got a bag from not a bag it's an emergency blanket from SOL I've had this for a while it can wrap around your body and help you retain body heat you can also use it to make a shelter a makeshift shelter there's directions on how to do that on the back I don't know if you can see that very well but that's one thing I would carry as well because if you have to be out there longer than you anticipate or you get caught in a bad storm a snowstorm a rainstorm a lightning storm whatever kind of storm you can make a shelter or just put that around your body and cover yourself up and retain body heat and stay relatively warm and be able to be doing well with that. All that being said, that's the overview of the ten essentials. Now how do you carry this stuff? A lot of this stuff what I try to do is I put it into a dry bag. This dry bag is from Outdoor Products. I believe I got it at Walmart but you can also get it on Amazon and a lot of other places online and I can put a majority of this stuff, not everything, but a majority of the smaller items will fit in this bag which makes it easy for me to take from my day pack to my weekend or overnight, you know, backpack if I'm gonna stay overnight and do some backpacking, or I could throw it in my kayak, throw it in my my bin that I'm gonna do for car camping or whatever just to have it and transfer that 10 Essentials kit very easily and quickly. I hope that gives you an idea of the 10 Essentials, why they're important, how they can help you, and if you have any kind of questions watching this on YouTube leave a comment below and we can talk about uh, the 10 essentials and some things that you might carry yourself or if you have questions love to see those if you're listening on the podcast I will definitely put a link to all of these products on the description below check them out for yourself and also I will Uh, Put a link to the video if you want to watch the video for yourself. Thanks very much, y'all, for watching. Hope you have a great rest of your day. We'll see you out there on the trail.